This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I am Naveen Copperweiss. I'm Chaney Crab. What's going on, What's motherfuckers? What's up, y'all? So, if you are listening on YouTube or Apple Podcasts, then I want to let you guys know that we are now live on Twitch every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Central, unless otherwise noted, because we will sometimes have guests who cannot be here exactly at 8.30 p.m. Central on a Tuesday. Yeah, uh, the regular scheduled programming is going to be Tuesday at 8.30. Right. So, that's going to exactly. be the- so, also, if you're listening and don't know about our Twitch channel, Naveen is also streaming drum and guitar writing sessions every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. And those are super fucking cool. The way that he's set it up is awesome. He's got a camera that switches between his uh, control room where he plays guitar and his drum room where he plays drums, obviously. And you write riffs and do cool shit like that. Uh, I'm also going to do vocal streams on Twitch soon. And it would be cool, I was thinking the other day, if we started like a radio hour. I love that idea. We should fucking definitely do I that. I love the radio hour. That uh, was honestly the the first thing that I wanted to do on Twitch was have a totally different show that was just the radio hour. Which would be cool. It yeah. would be cool to share, you know, with music, people, music, hang. and just talk. Yeah, hang and talk and do that thing. So we should do that. Yeah. And I don't think you get pulled from uh, Twitch if you play music and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, T- you can tune in live now or catch us as usual every Wednesday, YouTube, Spotify, etc. Um, if you want to grab podcast merch, uh, Big Cartel, or actually it's coppercrab.bigcartel.com. Entheos band merch, that's entheosofficial.bigcartel.com. That's our limited edition stuff that I send out. Uh, or you can go to nightshiftmerch.com slash collection slash Entheos for all of our other merch. If you would like to call into the podcast with any of your questions or thoughts or whatever you want to say, you can leave a voicemail at our number, which is 615-420-7342, and we'll play it on the podcast. You know, we play questions at the end of every episode, usually, unless yep. we have a guest. And uh, Although we're going to start doing it with the guest, uh, we're going to start having probably voicemails. People will know. Because they'll be watching the Twitch. Exactly. So yeah. you'll know who the guest is, and then you can call in, leave a question for your favorite musician who yeah. happens to be on the podcast at that, at that point. Yeah, exactly. So that's the cool thing about <coughs> the Twitch. You know, you can yeah. kind of, on our Twitch, you can catch a pre-show and a post-show, yeah. and we kind of just like sit around and bullshit. And, and then the, thing, the great thing about it is if you don't want to do that, well, then you get what you've already been getting over the years. The same great podcast. The same great number one podcast yeah, uh, so. in Austria two, <laughs> week, two, two weeks ago. <laughs> so there you go. Um, but if you do turn tune in during Twitch, you know, we take questions before the podcast that we will save for the podcast and, you know, can just talk to us back and forth. But also, so this is an announcement. Naveen and I are going to be speaking at... Uh, an event called Beatdown Brunch in Knoxville, Tennessee, in October. It's on, oh fuck, I didn't even put the date down. What am I doing? It's on, I think, October 23rd. It's that Saturday, whatever that lies around. But we're guest speakers. I would uh, imagine that we're just going to do... Is it a different day? It's October 23rd, but it's a Sunday. Okay. Oh, it's a Sunday, October 23rd. And All we'll, right. uh, we'll explain uh, who just talked. We'll explain the third voice <laughs> in a second. Um. So it's going to be at like 1130 in the morning. I think we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about, you know, being in a band and doing a podcast and just speaking about that kind of stuff. The dude who started Featured X, if you guys know about that, is going to be speaking as well. And uh, it's just a really cool free event that we're going to be speaking at that's meant to essentially, you know, spread the knowledge of what it's like to be in a band and help people out who are also in bands. So we'll yeah. all be talking, hanging out. I was um, thinking we could give some kind of our, I was thinking about kind of going through and thinking of all the, maybe the top five or 10 sort of motivational tips that we talk about on the podcast a lot and sort of kind of condense that and give, give you kind of our view of how things should be run. Yeah. 
you know, how we run our band and how yeah. we kind of like do everything behind the scenes. And which, we do it DIY and for the most part. Yeah, DIY, but signed to a label, I guess. No, but it's a I little mean, bit of both. Hands on approach. We are very hands, yeah, ab- hands on approach. That's, that's very right. true. We don't say, oh, we're on a label. Cool. Let's just let them do everything. No, that's Hell not no. the thing at yeah, all. Yeah, no. We haven't acted any differently since starting the band. All the labels that we've been on, all the help that we've got, management, booking agent, you name it, it hasn't stopped the way that we treat the band. Oh, and yeah. The amount of effort that we put in. I think it, that we just keep maybe even putting in more effort. That's very true. I mean, even down to, you know, if you guys watch the podcast, it's like we do ship a lot of, especially our limited edition stuff or our tour merch. We do a lot of that stuff ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we, Naveen produces our material and, and records everything in-house, and we are very much involved in, like, we plan the tours, and we book all the plane tickets, and we handle everything, essentially. Yep. So, yeah, that's the type of shit that we'll be talking yeah, about. And it's Finances. A bonus. It's a bonus when you have a label or somebody else working with you. Absolutely. Like that, Harrison. Right, exactly. <laughs> Just like Harrison, who is here now. Um, so, yeah, that's being hosted by our friend Lizzie Livingston and Beatdown King. And we're we're really excited to be a part of that. I hope we get to do more things like that in the future because it's fun for us to talk about, you know. Um, but, yeah, like I said, that's at the concourse in Knoxville on October 23rd. So, we're going to have Harrison drop a link right now if you're on Twitch to RSVP. And we'll put that in the description, uh, you know, yeah. when we post this-ish. <clears throat> so also, yeah, we have a producer now. Yeah, we... Can you believe it? I know. We said last week that we wanted... Look, the cameras are changing and I'm not doing it. Naveen's not doing it. <laughs> it's amazing. So we said last week on the podcast, I was saying, like, I want... I think we're at the point where we like need someone else to help us out. We need to do help. the damn thing. We need Speaking someone about, young yeah. who knows about Twitch. Yes. <laughs> who knows about all the shit who can just kind of help us out. And Harrison is running the board right now. So uh, give a shout out out there to Harrison yeah. if you're in the Twitch. And we made a bunch of funny jokes already about it on the Twitch. So that's yes. kind of more jokes will pop up. Now, more jokes will pop up. Yeah. That's for sure. But we do have a 26 year old now that we can ask questions. <laughs> Because we're like boomer status on Twitch, so no, he came in with a lot of. He like already knew. He what already the knew the date. He knew the freaking date. I know. For that, I know. Uh, I think so. he's like actually really good at this. Low key, uh, I love, I like love he him. he acts like he's not like he doesn't know, but I think he's really good at it. Actually, uh, under promise, over deliver situation. That's right. That's actually <laughs> something that I wanted to say at this fucking brunch that we're doing is bring up that under promise, over deliver. Uh but yeah, we have a ton of like sayings that we're going to bust out. We got a ton of good information. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess what what is some other things that we might say? Huh. Yeah, I guess I we don't have any other sayings. I say it. I'd say try to have the least amount of debt possible for your band. Yeah, 100%. So that's something that we talk about a lot. And that means maybe it means that you're not going to make any money for the first three or four tours. Maybe five tours. Yeah. <clears throat> and we always try to make a point to pay the debts off. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't always like that. I mean, we've gotten into some weird situations, and that's why we don't want to do that anymore. Well, yeah, but also I think that, it, you know, don't be surprised when you have to actually invest in your band because yeah. you do you do have to invest in your band, and if you want to look at it on the financial basis, then it's look at it like a small business. It's like yeah. you're going to be investing in a small business for – a certain amount of time and you then you start making money there's like a there's a a reason to to all of it to do all yeah. of the things and a a kind of there are models out there to follow Definitely. so i think if you're smart about it then from the beginning you can kind of run like a successful financial endeavor no matter how big your band ever gets right yeah i think i think that's one of the things when we did put those things together you know Maybe we can't get paid very much off a tour or we decided, hey, it's worth it to just eat it on this one. It, but in the long run, we're starting to see that it's set us up to have a more successful thing. You know, yeah. and we can take out members and afford them and a lot, yada, yada, It's yada. a lot less stressful yeah, the way exactly. that, that running it that way too because 
One thing that I will say about our band that I'm very fucking proud of that we've worked really hard to make happen is that you and I, we never have to stress about the like monetary funds behind our band. Like we know that if we go on this tour that we can afford to buy plane tickets and we can afford merch and, but it takes time. (laughs) And well, it took time to kind of grow that like startup money, I guess. Oh yeah. It took time. I mean, we've been in this specific band for, we started seven years. We started at the end of 2014. So almost eight years. And it's just been in the last like year and a half or two years that I really have started to feel like bet good about yeah. about that situation and that we're like heading in a really good direction as far as it goes. But agreed. You know, it's a it's a learning process because no one <laughs> no one enters a band and says, "Hey, I'm going to put together all of these budgets for a tour." Like, yeah, yeah. No one starts a band because they you know want to have to worry about starting a business. It's about yeah music first and foremost and that is looking cool first and foremost it's about looking cool (laughs) looking cool number one and then getting a girlfriend or a boyfriend or you know whatever and then it's about then it's about the music um that's like uh, it depends on who we're asking (laughs) right true (laughs) the majority of music that's made it's probably pretty low on the totem pole (laughs) what the music actually is (laughs) yeah it's like music's like number 25 (laughs) Yeah. It's about like uh, getting a Grammy. I don't know. I mean, we say that and we're kidding. People obviously care about their music and they want to make the best music they can. People just care in different ways, right? And I mean, another thing is, you know, you can talk smack about certain types of music and bands or whatever, but it's if a band is doing well, like they're making money off their band, then it doesn't, whatever they're doing with their music is working. Yeah, I know. So I can't, it, you, I mean, can't you aren't, I'm not going to hate on someone yeah. who is, doing their fucking thing because that's incredibly admirable exactly it's so cool that there are people right now who are existing off of who are you know peers or whatever and they're existing off of what they're doing that's amazing whether i like their music or not i don't give a shit i think it's awesome that they're doing their thing and it's working out for them that's really cool and i think that it's not anything to scoff at no 100 percent not and then uh i mean even in the pop realm yeah, I mean, some of it I hear it and I really just don't understand, but that's the boomer side of me. But a lot of it I can understand why it's big, and I, I mean, oh, some of it I like a lot. Definitely, you know, like Travis Scott and stuff like that. You I, know who I, I'm I like it. really kind of like enjoying lately? Have you heard of Young Gravy? No, dude, I'm addicted to Young Gravy really? songs. All yeah, right. it's it's good, but I could see how you know a boomer <laughs> wouldn't get it. I guess <laughs> that shit's catchy as fuck though. Harrison, you know Young Gravy. No, okay. Well, I got, so who's the young one now? I know. I know. He's <laughs> more kidding. metal. I don't think he's... Are you yeah, into rap metal. and stuff? No. Okay. Yeah, Harrison's got on a Rivers of Nile shirt right now, so he does know about DM. Yeah, a tie-dye one, by the way. A, a tie-dye one? I actually think they might have had that on the <laughs> tour we did with them. Is that where you got that? Oh, no. Anyways, <laughs> it's a cool tie. I love tie-dyes. I love a good tie-dye. You know what I love is just sitting here and doing the podcast. This is great. I, I was mean, noticing, look at you. You're like, I didn't even know... I didn't notice this before, but you've never been able to use your hands. Yeah, I've never seen you sit like this. You seem like well. So usually, what I would do is I'd tap it over to me and then be like, "Wow, wow, wow!" Move my yeah. hands around. But now I'm just kind of hey. Do you feel like you're a little more uh, like free thinking and? I feel like a I'm a better. guest on someone else's podcast. Wow, and I like it a lot. As I, you know, it's it's a good time. This is I could get used to this. Yeah. I, I think it's better. I honestly yeah. think it's making for like a better. This is a the a, the beginning of a good thing. I think it's I, I making think so for too. a better conversation and. Uh, it's a good. Time. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I can be a little more attentive to the topic of discussion. Totally, because I've noticed sometimes that you'll like stare away and be kind of like <laughs> yeah, zoning out. Yeah, I know. And then I'm like. Well, that was part of Copper Crab Bingo. That I'm like checking oh, the computer, trying to make out. sure that yeah. everything's working. I guess that's got to get taken off. Where where's Tiago? We need another one of those. I know. We need. Well, we now we have Harrison, so that's gonna that's, be. Oh yeah. Every time right. we say Harrison, that's got to be like the middle of the copper crab bingo. Jesus Christ! I was saying in the pre-show on Twitch that we should play a drinking game. Yeah. Every time we say Harrison's name, you have to take a sip of Bud Light seltzer. Well, you'd probably be pretty drunk. Uh, <laughs> so we went and met up with our boy Harrison for the first time last night. Yeah, last night. And um. 
hired him on the spot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but a, fu- a funny thing that Chaney and I were talking about on the way there was we were like, he does have a really good like producer name. Yeah. We you know? did say that. <laughs> we were like, it's Harrison. That's like the sickest producer name. Check that out for me. Know, yeah. It's like the perfect <laughs> name. Yeah. It's really so good. So it's really honestly it's working out really well so far, yeah. just saying the name. It's yeah. like rolling off my tongue. <laughs> That's for and sure. people in the Twitch chat were like really Oh, they're already it. about it. Yeah, they're, they're lighting it. it up. Over there, they're just doing hype trains. And if he plays his cards right, he might get in his own emote. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> true. It might even be a shaky one. <laughs> no, you can only have two shaky emotes. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I know. I think. Maybe, I don't know. There might be more. Can you unlock more emotes on there? Oh, you can. Oh, uh, you can unlock more emotes. Okay. That's well, awesome. <clears throat> that's why we got Harrison to help us out. Try to. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know. Actually, on the last couple of episodes, it's been pretty much a joke. Uh, about how little we know about Twitch. I mean, it's been funny, comical. Absolutely right? comical. We or know nothing about Twitch. We don't. We're so whack. We don't even really spend much time on there. So it's like we're just on there. Like, oh, which how do is you we've use been this? saying lately. We've been like, we need to tune in more yeah, to other 100%. Twitches. So we're gonna start doing that. We you are. know, we're gonna start doing some research. But uh, also, we're you know, it's a we're support to be more in the community. The Twitch community. Yeah, exactly. We want to be a part of the community. The family, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But for the people who don't want to do that, hey, you get the same great Same great voices. That you've been getting. Yeah, exactly. And you don't even have to sub to our channel or do any of that stuff or see the emotes. You'll never see the emotes. I know. Uh, Which are really funny. Pending. (laughs) Two to three weeks pending. They're pending. So (laughs) you've got a couple of weeks to make a decision. (laughs) Which also, so I got some terrible news before we came on the podcast today. Let's hear it. Uh, What do you got for us? We have really awesome coffee mugs and beer yep. things coming to us. What are they called? Uh, they are like the beer k- glass that's in the shape of a can. Which what? Are, that's not how I would describe it. That's what they are. They're like lipped. Yeah, it looks like a beer can, but it's a glass. It's a very popular <laughs> Dude, every beer time, glass. Every time I hear the word beer can... <laughs> I think of how they would tell you to say thing. a Jamaican accent for bacon. Yeah, I know. Beer can. <laughs> I can't, I can't unhear it. I don't know what to do. A beer can? A beer can. Is he saying beer can or is he saying bacon? Bacon with a Jamaican yeah. accent. I can't tell. That's like some meme. That's um, a boomer meme. Right that's there. a total boomer meme. <laughs> and it's totally like put over the wrong image. You know what I mean? You know how boomers will like put. They take an image. And oh, yeah. they only My like dad's half. like tried to make memes before. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and they just come out like so like, wrong. You're bro, just like, you don't understand uh, what a meme is. Memeing is a very deep thing. Yeah. And boomers are taking it for only being a very shallow thing. But you can't just take any meme and put any sentence on top of it. No. You can't do that. It doesn't work. It's against the laws of memeing. True. But as you were saying, we do have new, we restocked the coffee mugs. We did. And, and they're 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 better. We've now they're better even because wow. they're new. And then we've also got sweet beer mugs coming in <laughs> for you, motherfuckers. Sweet beer mugs. Yeah. Uh so. yeah, and we're only gonna be allowed to drink out of those from now on when they come out. So yeah, you're damn straight. Uh, so I wanted to talk about something this week, which is that I developed a new hobby over the weekend. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> What'd you do? Uh, what? Oh, here comes a cat watching. Oh, wow. Watching Taylor Hawkins' son play... It's everywhere. ...the dr- the it's song everywhere. with the Foo Fighters, My yeah. Hero, and just crying to it. And I've done it probably like... <laughs> I've probably done that like 40 times in the last two days. Like, I was watching it at the gym yesterday crying. Yeah, like, okay, so elliptical. it's everywhere at the gym. They were playing it on CNN or Fox or whatever Which they have. Which is funny because when you... Show, we were like on the elliptical next to each other for a while yesterday, <laughs> like, hey, and you out. were showing me that, and I was watching it on my phone. And no, like, you were not. Yes, I was. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like tearing up. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's like one of the best. I, I I'm gonna watch it probably 20 more times this week. It is like a sweet. It's really heartwarming to a tragic story. Yeah, yeah. That kid is a good drummer. He hits hard. He was he 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 did a really good job playing the song. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I don't know about watching it 40 times. Then I went down a rabbit hole and I saw there was a video 
like an interview with the Foo Fighters talking about their kids. And Taylor Hawkins was talking about how his son is gearing up to take his position in 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised that didn't become a lot bigger <clears throat> of a story. Yeah. Because you were saying, oh, I found this video of him saying that. Yeah, and it was on like, E! Canada. It's an interview with E! Canada. And there were, like, no views on it and no comments about weird. the new. Yeah, it was. So you heard it here first. Go and check it out because it's, like, you know, it's just one of those videos. But then there's another video of his son, Shane, like, set up with a practice kit behind, like, on, yeah, yeah. like, a little off to the side of the drum riser while Taylor was playing a show. And he's you like know, playing heartwarming stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to uh, go toward that side of the internet. The heartwarming, like the cat videos or the, you know, sad. The heartwarming stuff. The heartwarming stuff. Yeah. But that was really heartwarming, man. It was like, you know, it's a sad situation when anyone passes away. And it's cool that that was, that his son could pay honor to him. Yeah, I know. I know. It was, it's kind of like, um. Here's another s- sad story with somewhat of a happy ending. Mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't call it happy, but I don't know what you would call that. Like when Alan Holdsworth died. Yeah. And he was, I think he didn't have any money. And then uh, his daughter, I believe, put up a fundraiser. And I mean, they just totally, cl- it was like a GoFundMe. And they just, like, obliterated the goal. Like, it went, like, probably double or whatever. Wow. And it was just, like, awesome to see that <clears throat> his family did get to inherit something just off of all. I think there was, like, no inheritance and no money to, like, pay for his funeral and stuff like that. Oh, man, yeah. And so I think just off of that alone, they wound up getting a substantial inheritance and uh, paying for all the things that needed to be paid for. And that to me was uh, uh, that was kind of me with what you're doing. Yeah, I was like had a had a bro tear for that one. Yeah, that's like the power of music and the yeah. power of you know people. I think that's that one w- was so impactful for me because yeah, I was just thinking like wow, uh, you know he didn't he didn't even know how many fans he really had and how they like came through for him. Yeah, which you know? is insane. And it was like I mean, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. What that? That's insane that. You know, people who are that incredibly talented, like Alan Holdsworth, can... I mean, he played music until he died. And they, they can pass away and have relatively no money and, you know, just doing it for the love of it forever. Music is that powerful of a yeah. of a thing. But the fans came through, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's such really a, cool. an awesome thing. And you see that happen so much. Like, that's the really cool thing about GoFundMes and Kickstarters. You'll see a lot of people like band together to do cool shit like yeah. that for in a time of need. Because I think that a lot of people, you know, you can pass the internet off as being this terrible thing. Like I know. And a lot of darkness does come from the internet. But I think that in moments like that, you see that there actually is a lot of really good stuff that has come about because of... The ability for people to, you know, connect, connect, just yeah. from around the world, uh, amazing things like that can happen, and sometimes we forget about it because we're so caught up in this world of like social media makes yeah. everyone depressed, and we're all using it for shitty things and for hatred. But I do think that it can be used for a lot of good. I agree, and I, I've been thinking about that lately. We were we had an example of that the other day. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were like, "Oh, that's a good thing about the internet." Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, I, I, I do remember talking <clears throat> about that, but I can't remember. Honestly, for me, it's been more positive than anything. And another thing is you don't have to sit there on the internet all day. Like if if it's starting to feel depressing yeah. to be on there, then just freaking get off of it. But yeah. it's like, I don't know. Lately, I've been really appreciating how amazing the internet is and just how many great things have come of it. Yeah, I think that if you're um, conscious of what you're taking in, you can really gear social media platforms even to be all uh, good things for you. You know, if you if there's shit you don't like to see, then you don't have to search don't for see. it. Yeah. If there's someone who you're seeing their pictures and now you feel like shit, uh, then unfollow them. Yeah, Why follow. are you doing that don't to yourself? Um, it's your internet. You can tailor it. It's your exactly internet. How you want. Yeah, and I, I 
totally understand the like addiction problem yeah, behind the sure. internet and that is definitely something to tackle but people are addicted to itself. all sorts of stuff so yeah. I mean, of course that's gonna happen yeah it it is hard to like get out of those kind of spirals but yeah i guess self-control and like learning how to tailor things for the to better your mental health rather than to worsen your mental mental yeah. health is what it's all about you know just with everything you consume i mean the type of pages that I like to follow on Instagram are seriously like uh, the the recess therapy page that the corn meme kid oh, just God, came off of thing this that week. You've been yeah, loving. the corn meme. I have been loving that, but that type of stuff is like heartwarming. Thing, seriously, and I never get <laughs> depressed watching a fucking kid talk about how much he loves corn. You know, I like. <laughs> I'd rather see stuff like that than see something that makes me feel bad about myself. Yeah. But, uh... I actually don't really spend a whole lot of time on, like, Instagram and stuff. Yeah. I'm more of a, of a Reddit. I'll fall Reddit into a awesome. Reddit hole. Well, that's sure. the other thing, is that if if you have some sort of interest, yeah. you can tailor your entire feed to be about your interest. Like, yeah, 100%. You know, I like... Pyro I like art. So a lot of my feed is also art uh, or with working out. We both like to do that. And so a lot of our feed is about that or about like, you know, just different diet types yeah. and all kinds of stuff. There is all kind of good information and like uplifting things to be found yeah. on the Internet. And what's not like that? I mean, what is a thing that is all good no matter what? I mean, nothing's like that. Everything Nothing. has on this planet. There's a balance of between it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, it's the yin and yang. Yeah. That's what life is all about. Life is all about finding the neutral balance in everything. And you're going to be, like, tempted to stray from that a million times over life. Yeah. There are going to be a bunch of bad things. You will. Yeah. You will, will stray from that. Way. There are a bunch of, like, bad things happen all the time. And there are always bumps in the road for everyone. And I truly believe that becoming the person that you want to be in life is all about like learning how to overcome those things in a like positive and healthy way. That really is what makes or breaks people. If you're faced with a, something really good even or something really bad, it's all about how you handle that stuff in your life. That's, that's how you become the person that you are. So it's all yeah. about like making those conscious choices to like find the balance yeah. between everything in life. And knowing, I think a thing that's helped me a lot over the years is knowing that there's times where you're just not that motivated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's, cool. that's fine. Just, okay, I'm, I'm in a zone where I'm not motivated. Cool, I'm just going to chill. doesn't matter. Dude, there's... I don't a... beat myself up, up, up over it. Yeah. It's just like, I'm not motivated right now. I'm just That's what I'm doing. Straight up. Let me tell It'll you... It'll hit back. There is nothing that Naveen and I love more than like, first of all, going out for a night and we drink... And then the next like day, the next day being sort of hungover <laughs> and like laying in bed all day and watching fucking documentaries about North Korea or whatever we're watching. I know documentaries man. about North Korea is what we're watching right now, though. Somalia, so. Somalia land. I've been watching. I, fall, I fell asleep during that one. It's crazy that places like that exist. On the yeah, I, mean, I think people just... forget about it sometimes. Whoa. Mm hmm. Gnarly. Yeah, it makes me super thankful to, to be, you know, oh yeah, my God. I mean, Jesus Christ. And after yesterday, we were kind of like laying around and watching all these crazy documentaries, North Korea, Somalia land. And then today I went out and just like opened the door. The sun was shining. <clears throat> I yeah. had like a diet Coke or something. I was just like, fuck, this is awesome. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> sometimes it is important. I mean, all the time it's important to remember how like amazing it is that we're able to just you know go outside exist. freely and exist yeah. exist freely and do whatever the fuck we want and a good thing. make a silly podcast that you can throw on twitch and you know that's true it's cool to be able to do stuff like that so it's a good thing it's, it's a good time a, it is a good thing it's a good thing and a good time it is a good time yeah <laughs> uh well this is turning into like a motivational podcast sometimes we do that sometimes i think I that know. we've like We've kind of straight away been a little goofy. We have. If yeah. you go like super far back in our podcast, though, that it was like we did a lot of like heartwarmingly motivational shit that I've gone like, back and listened to and been like, damn. Really? Well, you know how sometimes you listen to yourself talk 
and you're like, that was me. Right. And there have been times that I've motivated or that we've motivated me because I've listened to our podcast. Motivated yourself. Okay. That's I like it. motivation section. I, that's bizarre. Actually, now I'm, it's just occurred to me, like we're doing episode 109, right? Yeah. So there's like hundreds of hours of us talking. Of us talking. I should just go hit, hit like number 34. And just, just see what's up. I'm probably saying the same thing. It's like, oh my God, well, really still? You know what's funny is that at the <laughs> beginning of our podcast, we were like super in super health mode, which was like yeah. the healthiest. I wouldn't even say the healthiest. It was like the most into like building muscle and losing weight that yeah, we've both ever been. Shredded. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. were like on shred mode, waking up <laughs> at 530 in the morning. So I would argue that's not that healthy because I agree. what happened? Did we keep doing that? No, we didn't. We no, it's like three weeks way. into that when we yeah. went on vacation to Iowa and we were eating like fucking Frito all the, pie. yeah, Frito pie or whatever. Then so we, that's kind of what I was, what I'm saying. It's like, it, it's good to probably be a little more in between. Dude, it, it's not yeah. probably, I think that's definite, but the Slow hard thing is when you're doing something like that is to not take it uh, yeah. that way because you know, it comes to a point with working out i i'm sure you've gotten this way i have where i'm like oh my god if i have that bud light seltzer that's like more calories that i'm adding on and yeah, then i'm yeah. not going to be able to get this protein or whatever and then it's just you kind of like psych yourself out of the diet if you even start drinking or eating shitty food right. and there's you don't like snap back immediately the next day and i think i'm I, like <clears throat> so i think we've gone to both extremes in particular with the fitness and all that stuff yeah it's obviously better to just be like in the middle of the road, you know, halfway. Just kind of let's have a little bit of fun, have a couple Bud Light seltzers, hit the gym, eat healthy, move on. And I and honestly, I think when I think back on, you know, my music and like drumming career, whatever quotations, like that's how I've been. I, I've never really practiced like 10 hours a day, but I've just never gave up yeah. on, on it. You know, so it's always been there, but I've never been the guy who's practiced the most and, you know, knows the most rudiments and stuff like that. But I've never stopped doing it. Well, it's with you know, and I've just kept on going in my own way. Yeah, I was going to say with music, it's kind of all about consistency. And you, you, I can say the same thing about music in my life. There have been times when I have not played music at all. And there are times when I've like played the most music and done it constantly every day. And now in my life, I'm at a point where it's like music is definitely a part of ev of something that I do every day. And I'm always applying myself to our band or to something to do with music. But I'm not like going to the most extreme. Like I'm not drinking all the caffeine I could drink and just doing music on end for fucking like 24 hours a day for yeah, seven days a week. integrated into your life where it's there. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people who I knew who played music with me back in the day who don't play music now, it was just as, it was as simple as being like, oh, I haven't played guitar for like a week. And then that week becomes a month and the yep. month becomes years and it just all seems like such a big thing that you're like, I don't even play guitar anymore. But right. you could really, I remember Chase Frazier saying this to us. He was like, oh yeah, I just want, I just write a riff a day. A riff a day, dude. A riff a day. It's pretty fucking easy to like, you know, pump out one riff. That's when he was in like mega writing mode. Yeah. You know, so think about that. Because yeah, at the end of 30 days, you got 30 freaking riffs. That's a lot. Exactly. That's a That's ton a of riffs. Yeah. Dude. So 30 I mean, riffs. Is, are you for real? <coughs> well, it depends on what. 30 riffs is a couple <laughs> of songs. Oh my God. Well, it depends on what riff style suit. you're going for. <laughs> In our band, it's like one song, so riff soup style. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably ten to <laughs> ten parts, maybe. Uh, that's a lot. Do you think us. there are thirty riffs on our new album? On the new album? Yeah. Oh, there's hundreds. I wouldn't like to go through and count how many riffs there are. Let's riff do it. count. Yeah, let's do it. Riff <laughs> yeah. tally. Riff tally. Harrison's saying he's up for the challenge. Yeah, I know. Repeats don't count. <sighs> I gotta say, we've been getting. We're getting closer to releasing singles announcement to the announcement. And we're getting... You did announce it. I did on the Twitch pre-show. I didn't announce a date, but I gave a general proximity of time to when we're putting out a new single. And we're getting right now really close to the music videos yeah. that we're shooting. Mm -hmm. So that's starting to kind of... Uh, 
I'm starting to get a little stressed about it. Yeah, I know, me too. To it's like it's real. You. It's really happening. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I like thought these songs were never going to come out. Now people have to hear them. Oh, I fuck. I hope they're like, now all the stress is happening. Yeah. But, uh, like, are we, did we do a good job? Is yeah, it, I like, know. Jesus Christ. But, uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about it. That I'm stoked. The people who we have shooting our music videos, I think they're going to turn out to be really, really amazing. Um, they were literally the people that, for the past two years, I've been telling Naveen that I wanted to shoot our music videos. So yeah. uh, I'm really excited about that. And it's going to be awesome. But, you know, there's a lot of... Shooting a music video is kind of a stressful thing. I don't know. You have to go and, like... We haven't done it in, like, five years. We haven't so. done it in since 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fuck. Five years, yeah. It's too long. It's been too long, but uh, I'm ready for the challenge. I've been, uh, you know, like doing moves in the mirror and stuff, seeing if I can like. Using a comb for the mic? No, I haven't been using a mic because I don't, we had like a meeting with the vid- <laughs> music video directors. We're thinking like, no mic, Janie. They were like, can you, uh, are you comfortable without a mic? I think it's better, man. With it's a ripping. mic? No, no mic. Yeah, I think no mic might be better. You know, get the intensity across. I've been practicing a lot of like hand moves and stuff, okay. like everything I'm gonna do. So there we go. I won't bust them out right now to spoil. That's the that's our new album. There you go. You heard it here yeah. first. That's the plot twist. Everyone's like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "It's <laughs> it's us. been us this entire yeah. time." <laughs> God, that would have been so fucking cool if that <laughs> happened. Uh, but anyways, how far are we into the podcast right now? That's a copper crab bingo. That's a right cop. That is copper <laughs> crab bingo. All right. Uh, we've let's see. We're about like thirty-five minutes. Oh, sick! And we could probably start some doing questions. some questions yeah. soon. And if you're listening right now on Twitch, if you've like tuned in since we started the podcast, you can call in live to well, the. You can leave a voicemail. You can leave part. a. You can leave a voicemail. We're gonna get it live one of these days where we can put you on hold and do the whole professional uh thing, but. Harrison's got to figure that out. First. Harrison's got to figure that out. Uh, <laughs> so the number is 615-420-7342. Uh, yeah. Do we have some voicemails we can play? Uh, yeah, the top two. Oh, and then we have some questions that people wrote in from Twitch as well. I'm going to run to the bathroom really quick. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let's go over to the voicemails. It looks like we've got uh, a couple ones here. Yeah, the top two are new. But yeah, we'll wait to play them until Shane gets back. So yeah, we've uh, got a lot of good stuff going on here. We are having a good time. And um, like we've been talking about a lot, been doing the Twitch thing. And uh, yeah, last week was actually really fun. Something that I have didn't know I was going to be doing, but it's... Um, kind of tracking riffs, playing guitar, and uh, I've spent a bunch of time getting my drums set up. So the drums are like fully mixed and on camera and sound pretty decent in my opinion. And uh, it's a good time. So definitely check that out. It'll be, if you're listening to this when the podcast comes out, it'll be happening tomorrow. Uh, did we get, we have some questions in the chat, right? Okay. And then, uh, you want to take a voicemail or you want to do, let's go every other. So you have voicemails pulled up. Yeah. Let's just play. Yeah. The top two are the new ones. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. You want to try to play it? Yeah. Yeah, Let's see if it works. Hopefully it works. What up, G-Lobs? This go. is Gabriel from Santa Cruz. Just wanted to say it was a great show seeing you guys at the Catalyst. I was the one wearing the animosity sweater. And keep it up and can't wait for you to tour around again. Uh, my question is, what are your favorite musicians involved in hip-hop or rap? And if you listen to that. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hell yeah, that was Gabriel, right? Yeah, shout out, Gabriel. That was... <laughs> The Santa Cruz show, I know Naveen is super, he's been super critical of it, of the Santa Cruz show on our Arch Spire Critical tour. is not how I would explain it. I, because would, I would explain it as depressed. Yeah, he's been super depressed about it because we didn't have 
Marshall, our wonderful sound guy with us uh, for that show. So we had it was we had house sound going. Yeah. And Naveen's been pissed about that probably ever since it happened. But dude, that was like the coolest Santa Cruz show ever. I mean, playing the Catalyst main room sold out. And that's like a dream come true. That was so fun. It's when your dream becomes a nightmare. (laughs) That's what that was. Naveen's entire family was there. Dude, not only was my entire family there, like every person that I remotely know at all was there. I mean, it was amazing. That was the show that everyone decided to show up to. Yeah, and dude, right when we pulled up, I took a look at the sound guy, and I was like, "This is gonna fucking be bad, man. This you can, is not so gonna you be can good." Tell just by looking at a sound guy uh, that you. Hey, sorry to say it, man, but like when they're like above fifty, yeah, maybe upper fifties, it's just not gonna work out. Sorry, that's just yeah. And I don't care if they hear that this because honestly, they fucked us over. Those guys fucked us, and. I got other stuff to say about it, but I won't. I won't. Well, you know, to be fair, I've I've like watched shows of it ever since then, and all, the only thing that I think was like not great was that the bass was the bass and the like any. So there was zero track, which is not yeah, that big track. of a deal, but it's just kind of in between songs. We didn't have our little like sound, and then right. there was no bass. There was no bass. It was all kick drum and feedback. Right. So it's like. Another thing is, oh man, just when we were setting up, I just knew it was going to be bad. And then, yeah, like we were saying before, pretty much everybody that I know who lives in California was there. Yeah. And that was great. I mean, I'm I'm making it sound really bad, I guess, but like it was great to see all of our friends and our family and everything. But I just wish the thing that really sucked was literally every other day of that tour, we've sounded great. Yeah. Like. And that's not me bragging. I'm just saying it worked out to where oh, we man. sounded Mar- good. Well, Marshall yeah. was running our sound, and Marshall is an incredible yeah. sound guy. And, and even and when he wasn't doing it, it sounded good because he didn't come in for like a week after that. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, like Maybe Miles was doing our sound, and yeah. then the house guy was actually really good the first day, and that was in Portland the night yeah. before Santa Cruz. Well, you know, I kind of expected because Max Sigmund works at the Catalyst or I did work at the Catalyst. I, I kind like, of expected that Max might do our sound and. For those of you, if you guys know who Max is, Max was in Son of Aurelius. He's a bass player. He knows that our he knows about the bass in our band, which is kind of like a big deal. Uh, the bass in our band is a pretty prominent thing if you listen to what we do. So that's like really important to have kind of blasted. Live I just and, like even though I'm behind, and Max also knows about mixing metal. He's young. Yeah, you could be old and know how to mix metal. That's but it's true. Just, yeah, of course. It's the odds are not in your favor at that point. Sorry. Actually, well, I'm not sorry. I'm just saying it like it is. This is I, my experience. But I also think that you probably, we're just like a certain kind of metal. Metal has kind of evolved yeah, over the past like 10 or 15 years where everyone's kind of using like a synth track and axe effectses and, yeah, you know, all of, that kind of shit. But and ironically, we give like the lines that we send to the house are like pre-mixed. Yeah. Like you literally, all you have to do is turn it up. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Right. You could not mix the kick drum. It's already good to go. You could not mix the guitars. They sound great. The bass is already mixed as well. Don't have to do anything to that. All you have to do is make sure the vocals aren't feeding back and make sure everything is audible. Yeah. I could give a shit if you could hear, honestly, whatever. If you can't hear the fucking toms and stuff, the drums are kind of quiet. Who cares? But it's like, if you can't hear the freaking music, it's upsetting to me. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, There have been times when i've been really really pissed off about the sound but luckily that guy honestly my vocals were kind of loud which yeah, which will a, happen and that is the most frustrating thing for me is when my vocals are so quiet that people can't hear them yeah. and you know it is a thing because we play with in-ears and i never have front mon i never have monitors on in front of me stage monitors with vocals in them that there will be people in the front row if we're not if we're dealing with like a smaller stage where they're close to the stage who will complain to me about not being able to hear my yeah, vocals. Yeah, that makes sense. But for sure. I think that there are things that we could do to change that in the future which is just like fucking flip a stage monitor around right. or something. But, you know, that is that can be a really frustrating thing. You're up there fucking playing your heart out and no one can hear what you're yeah. saying or doing. And I'm like, like I said, I'm reasonable about it. I don't expect to come in there sounding like the best freaking band in the world. 
I just want things to be at a moderate level so you can hear everything. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. But that's not even the guy's question. <laughs> I don't even remember the it question. It was, do we listen to rap and hip hop? Oh, yeah, we do. I would say I'm just going to go back to Project Pat. Like Project yeah, Pat, like Project uh, Pat. Juicy yeah. J, yeah. Uh, Three Six. Like I've, I still listen to Crime Mob and that type of shit. I'm trying to think of like new rap and hip hop. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. We listen to I a love lot. Megan, dude. Megan the Stallion is one of the best out there. Don't even dude, come. So don't come good. out with me. Don't love come at me about Megan. that. And I like Travis Scott a lot. Um, we said this on the podcast with Adam that uh, I like the new Drake. Gonna just go out there. The and new say Drake it. is really good. Listen to that a bunch. Which is uh, that I listen to Kilo Quiche uh, a lot. She's probably more. It's like R and B. Yeah. Side. I'd say that Chaney and I listen to a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, a ton. Uh, yeah. we used to listen to Arab music all the time, constantly, which it's is more like beats. I yeah, guess. which are beats. Yeah. It's not like. And I said earlier, I like fucking Young Gravy. I like <laughs> stuff like that. Like, dude, you can, you can catch me with a good like. That's what we like to listen to if we're like going out on our way to going out. Yeah, yeah. It's like party like, music. <clears throat> yeah, hype something up. I'll go and dance to that shit. I don't give a fuck. I, I love that kind of music. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're pretty open musically. I'd say we really are. I I even see like I love country music. Yeah, there you go. Seriously, there's not a genre that I can't find something I like in. Yeah, I love all kinds of music. I have like we have all kind of vinyl from like. Old school Loretta Lynn. We have some George Jones. Oh, speaking of which, I think we left that vinyl that you bought in the van. The Marissa Nadler one. We should one. probably grab that. Oh, yeah. We saw Marissa Nadler this weekend yeah. at the end. It was fun. She sounded really fantastic live. It um, was really cool. I got to be honest, though. I posted her story. I posted stories of her playing to my Instagram, and I got some hate because people I thought it was boring music. I listen to boring music, like straight up. That's what I fucking sad girl. Music. I listen to sad girl, boring music <laughs> and I love it. And I'm sure that there are other people out there like me who like music that people would consider boring, that just is like really melodically haunting or, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a stoner dude. Like what? Come on. I listen to stoner music. There you go. Uh, but it was fantastic. I, I wanted to cry. I knew every word to, you know, probably 95% of the songs. That was seriously just a fantastic time seeing yeah, Marissa really Nadler. And her band was awesome. Um, she had a drummer and a drummer guy who was playing bass as well. It's like sometimes he would play bass and sometimes he would play drums. Because yeah. not all the songs have drums, right? Right. Actually, I hadn't even heard any of her songs that had drums before that. Had you? Have you? Have you? Yeah, it's okay. a lot of on the new album has a lot of drums. It's kind, like, of, a it's kind of like space rockish. Kind of yeah, totally. Uh-huh. She also did an album with Steven Brodsky, who he's in Mutoid Man. It's heavier oh, stuff. Okay. And that's okay. that project is called Drone Flower. I highly re- recommend checking that out. Um, so I'm gonna read the first question from our Twitch, which is from Cat Dog Salad. Naveen, first saw you play with Animosity at a huge metal fest in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. In like two thousand and six or seven. Been a big fan of your music ever since. You remember that show at all? Uh, so yeah, I remember that show in great detail, and that's because my uncle lived like two blocks away. Uh, so my uncle and his family, you know, his three kids, wife, they all lived uh, up the street. And before I joined Animosity, I used to, when I was like a kid, like I don't know, early teenager, I would go out there, uh, uh, like in the summer. My whole family would go Mm -hmm. and we always like walk around like they lived right up the street from that. So it was like kind of crazy for me that I was playing there. And um, my uncle actually was at the show. Is that the show that your uncle gave Evan uh, food poisoning? Uh, No. Okay. No, that's another one. Okay. But another side story. (laughs) But he did take a ton of photos. And he sent them to me on a CD. Really? Like in the mail. I gotta, I gotta find it. Oh man, that would be awesome to see. I think I have it somewhere. So yeah, Evan was probably in the band in 06. Uh, Who was the band? I believe so. Yeah, it's probably me and Evan and uh, Leo and Chase. And Frank. And Frank, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, 
You know what? I don't know if Evan was on that tour or not. I don't know if he. I think it might have been Dan. I don't I know if a lot of people been know right that Dan before, Kennedy was uh, in yeah. Animosity. Yeah, He's Dan, in Suicide Silence. Mm-hmm, so. Was in Animosity for a little while. And I think that might have been with Dan. It, it, it was, for sure, actually. Because we were on tour with uh, Sworn Enemy, I think. And they played. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sworn Enemy. Yeah, it was like a huge like metal and hardcore fest. It was like a really good time. And I, I think I was like 20 or something. Yeah, someone said that like JFAC and Whitechapel and all kinds of people were on it. Oh, really? Whitechapel played? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you. Did you J-Fac meet them been before? On a separate day. No, I didn't know them until we toured with them. Really? With An- Antheos. Okay. Yeah, cool. I didn't really know them. But I knew uh, I knew JFAC, obviously. Yeah. So you you did like J- one of JFAC's first tours? Uh, yeah. So their first run was with us. Okay. It was like uh, we were opening for Six Feet Under. And they played like a week of shows or something. Oh, and wow. then after that, they did a full tour with us. That was their first tour. Wow. Very cool. So you do remember that. Yeah, uh, no, I definitely remember it. I remember it in great detail. It was a, a good day. It was a good time. Festivals are fun because you get Very to see young. a bunch of your friends who you don't yeah. all the time see. And I think it's worth mentioning that this show was like across the street from like the Asbury Boardwalk, like on the beach where they... Sh- like film the Sopranos and shit like that. Oh, totally. Like, What's the name of that venue? It wasn't in that huge venue. It was the Stone Pony outside. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Is the Stone Pony closed now? I Why know. do I think that? I, don't know. I would really like to play there. We still haven't been able to play Asbury Park, but we've stayed there with your uncle. Who? Yeah. We kind of always used to like, if they don't live there anymore. They just recently moved to yeah. Florida. But um, yeah, we used to, I mean, all my bands have stayed there bunch of times yeah we've stayed there uh it was kind of like a little home away from home if you will totally we stayed there too when we went uh to sign to spine farm or whatever we remember we went yeah we went to sign we so we flew to new york and hung out with spine farm when we signed to the label they put out and um dark future they put out dark future and then we drove from new york city down to asbury park and it took us for fucking ever Really bad traffic. We were stuck in traffic in Times Square. No, where was it? I don't know. In New York. We were stuck in traffic, like in the same place for like three hours. It was terrible. Yeah. Horrible. But uh, yeah. Uh, Is there another question? Harrison? There's another voicemail. Pull it up, Harrison. Pull that shit up. (laughs) We're going to have to get a (coughs) a Harrison uh, little chime thing (laughs) made. Uh, I think it's the top voicemail. Hey guys, it's your boy Aaron from uh, North Carolina again. Uh, I was wondering if, if you guys would, would ever consider doing another episode about uh, that's what I call music. Because that the first one was the funniest <laughs> fucking thing ever. Because I'm like right between you guys in age of 34, and so like you know we all heard those songs 80,000 times, whether we uh, wanted to or not. So I, I I just really enjoyed that 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 first uh, episode you guys did on that, like the going down memory lane and shit. Um, what was the other, fuck, what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh-oh. You know what, that, that was probably a good enough. Oh, All the right. mind boggling. Have a good one. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that episode was so fun yeah, to do. Fun I remember just laughing a lot. We absolutely should do that. I think that's a product of when Chani and I just get kind of buzzed and just start like <laughs> doing pulling up random, random shit. shit. It's not like we went into it like, <laughs> all right, Chani, game plan for today. We're doing, now. that's what I call music. We're going to go through it all. But that was really freaking fun. We should definitely and do that. And he is again. right. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should have it be a segment where we go through a few songs of Now That's What I Call Music. <laughs> okay. Harrison, will you write that down <laughs> that we need to do that? Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> make a note of that. Yeah, make a note of that. Uh, we definitely have to do that because it's so funny going back and listening to like, dude, a lot of those 90s songs had awful production. What the fuck? I mean, pretty much, it's like un- unbelievable how bad it is. The beats? Yeah. The beats in the 90s really were bad. fucking subpar, dude. Come on. But the rock music. Pretty good. I would say better. Yeah. As far as like mainstream rock music goes. Which, did we talk about Woodfe- Woodfest, Woodstock 99? On the podcast? On the podcast? Yeah, we did. Okay. Well. Yeah, we, we watched a documentary about it? Yeah. yeah we yeah. did watch a documentary about Woodstock 99. And... A nightmare, a fucking nightmare. It seems like a nightmare. 
Horrible promotion. Horrible team. Yeah. Bad well, leader. Like bad management. Bad, bad management. Yeah. Good team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So bad. Uh, so, yeah, we will do that part. Let me go back to we're hitting the Twitch. So we're here's an advantage. Twitch, if you guys are paying attention to us on Twitch, we will read your questions in Live. real time. Read in real time. Heaven's Mess says, I know you have tours coming up next year. Are any of them going to be headliners? Are you going to do a C SC show again? I'm assuming that's Santa Cruz. Everyone's hyped on the Santa Cruz on this episode. Dude, that was a really good show for us. I know, Santa that's Cruz the thing. I, I shouldn't show. really sit here being a sourpuss. I mean, it, the show was really good. and Next time we'll have Marshall with yeah. us. Or an or yeah. a sound guy of equal Or caliber. I could take, like, um, Pappy on tour, and I could put him <laughs> behind the soundboard, and he could just walk along it, and it would probably be a better mix. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Pappy's our new sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit um oh my god uh <laughs> we do have tours coming up next year and let me tell you it's we got a really good north american tour coming up next year yeah we uh, i don't think we know exactly where we're going yet i think it's like more major sit i don't think uh, it's i probably honestly, not santa cruz when i saw the routing i think the closest it goes is maybe sacramento okay yeah that's right Sorry, guys. Uh, but so I have to you do never a know. Road trip. You never know. This the way that tours go is we'll get sent an offer with like tentative routing, and then by the time you see actual routing, yeah, the the tour has changed. Like it's not playing anywhere that was on the original routing. So it's yeah, pretty dramatic. Yeah, it's a dramatic difference. dramatic shift. Not always, but sometimes. And if we play Santa Cruz, we're always going to go the next day eight hours away in either direction. So I we know. never get to hang out anyway. That's the problem with playing Santa Cruz. Yeah. Like you, it goes Portland, Santa Cruz a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So that's like a freaking crazy ass drive. Yeah. And then the next day you're definitely playing LA. So yeah, that's another thing. Every time we play there, we're all, you know, tired and stuff. Yeah. And we're all like, oh, it doesn't really matter though. You know fun. what's weird is yeah, once I get to a show on tour, I immediately forget about the drive the night before. Yeah, I know. Me I don't too. know what that is about that. Uh, it's because there's no way to actually relive time. Like yeah. Once it's happened, it's just done. Wow. That's another one of the sayings we're going to bring to the uh, sp speaking engagement that we are doing <laughs> in Knoxville. I suppose <laughs> we should like know what we're going to say. We shouldn't podcast it. Or, or we? it's so what real what is really going to happen is Lizzie is going to kind of bounce off of us and ask okay. us some questions. So uh let's have some notes just We're going to have some notes. Yeah, yeah. Lizzie is going to ask us some questions and it's going to be I think an, an informative thing. I don't know. And you know, you know us. We'll just bullshit our way out of it. We'll just take over like we like the podcast yeah. style. But it is really cool, I got to say. I was honored when Lizzie asked us to come and yeah. speak. Very cool. Um but yeah. So I can't remember what the question was once again. Uh, are there any more voicemails or should I keep reading from Twitch? There's no more voicemails. All right. I'm going to read from Twitch. Um, have Heaven's Mess asked another question. Ever thought of doing a cover of the Your Mom's House theme song and showing Tim and Christina? Tim. Who's that? Tom. Oh, Tom. <laughs> well, they said Tim. Okay. Tom. We've never, we've literally never thought of doing that. Yeah. I don't see that. We're not really like, I know we're like all funny on podcasts and stuff, but we're not really like musically funny people. I gotta That's say. True. Neither of us are very like, when it comes to vocals and stuff, I'm like, take me seriously, motherfuckers. Yeah, you know, it's true. very, uh, it's not as, um. I'm not, I, I think that that comes along with like being something that I've worked at my entire life. Like, I take it really, really seriously. And that, I don't know. Yeah, I'd say when it comes down to music, we, <clears throat> we're pretty fucking serious, man. Yeah. I guess the funniest thing we've done is like a Dying Fetus cover. That's not funny at all. So That's <laughs> definitely not funny. You know, so I, ha I own a lot of Dying Fetus merch, and I wear it out in public, obviously. And I, you know, we're in around Nashville... Sometimes I'll have people looking at my shirt, like at the gym or something, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I do have a shirt on that says Dying Fetus on it. It's, it's probably like a metal a logo. I don't know if people can really read it, can they? 
Dude, Dying Fetus has a fucking plain font logo, which Fetus put out a new song last week. How oh, are you, yeah, fe- how are you right. feeling? That's you right. like it, Naveen? Yeah, uh, actually, Mark mixed it. Mark Lewis, Our boy out. who is our not only our neighbor, but mixed our new album too and was on the podcast, episode yeah. 105. Yes, he was. That was a good podcast, too. Um, Do you like how I just knew the number of the episodes? I don't just know boom. how you recalled that. Okay, the only time. way I recalled that is because somebody hit me up saying, you guys skipped 105. Oh, and then we went and investigated that shit. I should shit. make sure that it's 105, by the way. It is. Okay. We investigated that shit, and I was like, no, that, that's that episode with Mark Lewis. I know, and then I was like, oh, we didn't skip it. It must have just not loaded on his phone for some reason. So we did that episode right before we left for tour. And uh, we kind of slipped on the cutting clips and stuff for it. So I want to <laughs> do another episode with Mark. Yeah, I do too. Because Mark is such a fascinating dude to talk to. He knows fucking everything about production. Like he he can recall who produced what album. And, he, you know, he's very, um, he knows a lot about metal and the way that metal sounds and the way metal should sound. And he's got a lot of great insight. So if you missed that podcast, go and listen to it. I'm sure we will have him on again soon because, you know, he lives down the street from us. So, All, s- all right. Rev Bayan. If you could write your next album in a new genre of music, which genre would it be? Uh, well, what genre are we? Yeah. Um, I think we've all we kind of ventured into <laughs> new genres in this. Yeah, al- I guess this album. I, I guess a, a thing that we've wanted to do is do more of like a doomy rock type thing. Yeah, at some point, mm-hmm. and I think we d- definitely tapped into it uh, on our last album here and there. And our last album being the album that is not yet, yet. yet to come out. No, I was saying on like Dark Future, we kind of had a little bit of doomy. Oh, yeah. If you listen to, like, Black Static, which is the opening song from Dark Future, to me, that is almost a doom song. Like, the riffs are doomy. Um, Exactly. On this album, we just embellished it a little bit and added singing to that type of... Not on the whole album. Just, like, I think... But I would say that if there's a genre of music that we want to do, we just do it. Yeah, we just do it. figure out how to incorporate it into what we already do. Exactly. That's who we are as a band. You know, we want to be a dynamic band. We... I know that we get like people would refer to us probably as like technical death metal or progressive death metal or whatever. But I very much think that we're like a dynamic band. If you go through and listen to our stuff, we've got, uh, you know, there's like rock parts and we just, we kind of like take from all styles of music. And I think that we're beginning to do that really cohesively or all styles of metal. And I think that, the new album that we're going to put out is like the most cohesive uh, version of that. And I think that that's like the goal for us over time is not to stay in one genre, but to create a very cohesive artistic thing. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to hear our new album. There's a lot of stuff about it that's really cool. And it makes it a really cool, like listening adventure from beginning to end. So agreed. Uh, we've we've done that like any genre that we've wanted to do we do we don't we aren't afraid to do that shit you know I don't care if people like singing or don't like singing I like singing or if they don't like screaming or they don't like jazz sections or whatever the fuck I don't or if care. they don't like blast beats or, or blast like beats or, or yeah. I, I we don't care we don't really pay attention to that stuff we're literally making albums with our own uh cares and prerogative in mind we never we don't make stuff for other people so i hope that people like it though i yeah with that being said i hope you guys like it i want you to like it (laughs) (laughs) um all right when right now i think i've been more into like a straight up really brutal death metal phase that's the kind of stuff that i'm writing so i think what ends up happening is let's have like a few different phases over a couple years or whatever and you put all that together, and that kind of becomes the album. Yeah, that's really so what happens. Like I remember 
a couple of years ago, you were listening to a lot of Foo Fighters, and you were like, I want uh, to write, yeah. like, Foo Fighters-type music. But, but then I went through, like, a huge death metal and, like, death core kind of phase, and that's yeah. on there a bunch, you know? So exactly. the album is super heavy. And you know? I listened to a bunch of, like, doom and folky, like, you know, slower-type stony music, and I think that's rubbed off on you a lot yeah. as well. Um I really think that like the new stuff we're doing is actually the most honest version of musicians that we've been so far. And that's just really what I hope to achieve with every album. Like with every album that we do, I want to be the most honest writers. Like this is actually what we really like writing and that's what we're going to write. I always want to be super proud of what we do. Uh, So yeah. Always Um, be creating ABCs. ABC, always be creating. If you're on tour, then it's, Always, Always be charging. Be charging. Um, I'm That's just scrolling through t- Twitch really quick. All right, I think. I think we wrapped it I up. I think we're going to wrap up the freaking yeah, podcast, man. All right, well, that dude, was great. Uh, we yeah. successfully Harris, went everyone, through. Yeah, round ahead, of applause sorry, for baby, Harrison. Yeah, round of applause. Harrison did a fantastic job. And we will, uh, we're going to continue things on the, the Twitch. post show. Post show. We'll see you over there. If not, we'll see you motherfuckers next week. Next week, y'all. Love y'all. Have a good fucking week. All right. Peace.